Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Good news for borrowers as HSBC launches a mortgage rate of just 1.99%. But are other lenders likely to follow? The taxman closes in on wealthy savers with money offshore, and the stock market may have come off its recent high, but opinion is divided about whether investors are in for a more severe correction. All this to come in this week's FT Money Show. I'm Charlene Goff, and I'll be giving you the lowdown on all of these money matters in downloadable form with my colleagues on FT Money, Lucy Warwick-Ching. Hello. And Alice Ross. Hello. And our special studio guest, Andrew Watt, Managing Director at Independent Tax Advisors, Alvarez and Marcel, Tax and. Hello. So let's start with mortgages. Lenders have been under increasing pressure to cut rates as the cost of their underlying funds fell again last week. Swap rates, which determine how much it costs the banks to obtain their funds. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Fell to below 2% at the end of last week, but brokers had expected banks to largely ignore this as they still have very little appetite to lend. So it was something of a surprise when HSBC launched its lowest ever mortgage rate this week. The bank is offering a two-year discount mortgage of 1.99%, which sounds a pretty good deal if you can get it. Lucy, you've had a look at this this week. Is this deal really as good as it sounds? Well, Charlene, everyone's certainly getting very excited about the deal. And as you said, it's supposed to be the lowest ever mortgage rate for HSBC, with some people saying it's one of the lowest ever rates out there on the market. But as with deals that do sound too good to be true, it does come with a catch. 
Um, it's only available for those with a 40% deposit and it also has a very high arrangement fee at £1,199. At that, I mean, particularly for a short-term rate, like this one only actually lasts two years, uh, you know that your rate will jump uh, quite sharply after that period and I think it's one of these rates that could actually jump at any time um, irrespective of whether the Bank of England actually puts up interest rates. Well, of course, yes, it's one of these new discount deals. So it's actually linked to the standard variable rate. So if the Bank of England rate actually goes up by even a quarter percent, then HSBC could actually put their rate up, their standard variable rate up by half a percent, which would bring that new discount deal actually up to, you know, almost 2.5 percent. But this is a good sign for the mortgage market. We have been calling for lenders to pass on the cheaper cost of their funds um, and many have been sort of dragging their feet in doing that. So this is a good sign. Do you think it could entice more lenders to reduce their rates? Well, that's what people are saying, that this could actually increase the competition in the mortgage market. And this week, two other big lenders have actually cut their rates. We've got Barclays Lending on the Woolwich and also Cheltenham and Gloucester that have both trimmed or cut their mortgage rates. So advisors are saying, well, let's wait and see what happens. Maybe some of the other big lenders will also cut their rates and will we'll increase the competition in the market. And also there's been some other quite interesting news on mortgages this week, which is that borrowers, I think, for the first time ever last month, paid back more than they actually borrowed. So is this a sign that borrowers are being more cautious and actually living more in their means than they have been doing? I imagine it is It is a sign that they're doing that, but I guess it's also that repayments have come down as mortgage rates have come down. So perhaps some people have used this to their advantage and have actually increased the amount that they're paying back. So keeping their mortgage repayments at the same amount, but paying off more of their mortgage. But it seems to me that there's sort of a growing divide maybe between people who have already taken a mortgage out and have seen their rate come down, you know, to even half a percent or so on a very cheap tracker. They're in a good position. I mean, people trying to take advantage of cheaper house prices, you know, buying a house for the first time, are they still having trouble? Is it still quite difficult for them to enter the housing market and get a mortgage? Yes, it is. It's it's this... The fact that lenders have been very cautious actually lending money, so they have these very high loan-to-value deals out there, so it's much easier for people with big deposits or people that are remortgaging to get a new mortgage deal, but it's much more difficult for, say, the first-time buyers with perhaps only a deposit of 10% to actually get a mortgage and get onto the housing ladder. Yes, I think even the rates that have come out from HSBC jump up very sharply when you go into the sort of 90% loan-to-value territory. But if you have got a bigger deposit or you want to remortgage and you've got significant equity in your home, then the rates offered by HSBC are probably worth a look. Uh, So thanks for that, Lucy. And to find out more about this mortgage and some of the alternatives out there, look out for Deal of the Week in FT Money with the Weekend FT. And remember that you can also send in any questions you have on mortgages or perhaps any other gripe you might have with your bank. To be answered by our experts, just email us at the address money at ft.com. Still to come on the show, investors who have just returned from their summer holidays may find they have missed the stock market rally as well as the final burst of the summer. But first, offshore savings. This week, taxpayers with money tucked away outside the UK have been given not one but two opportunities to come clean with the revenue. 
in return for a more lenient tax bill. The first of these, called the New Disclosure Opportunity, applies to anyone who has failed to pay tax on income from offshore assets, regardless of the country in which the asset is held. The second deal, the Liechtenstein Disclosure Facility, applies specifically to income from investments in the tiny Alpine province of Liechtenstein, which is presumably way out of the reach of the UK taxman. The deal offers more preferable terms, but investors need to have an account in Liechtenstein to qualify. Lucy, people with money offshore are not likely to let an opportunity to save tax go amiss. So how can they really make the most of these new opportunities? Well, yes, Charlene, there's been quite a lot in the press this week about the fact that the Liechtenstein deal is more favourable. Um, so, Andrew, let's start with what the difference is between the deals. Well, first of all, the, the new disclosure opportunity, the NDO, it's probably easier to call it that, um, was a fairly routine, uh, as it appears now, initiative by HM Revenue and Customs. It follows on from a similar amnesty that uh, took place in 2007. Uh, as part of which uh, HMRC are now approaching 308 uh, licensed deposit takers in the UK and asking them for information about uh, UK taxpayers uh, with an offshore bank account. And that information will not be available for many months yet, uh, but it will be used to underpin the, the disclosures that they expect to be made under the NDO. We thought that this was uh, this was going to be the end of it, but uh, to some surprise and consternation of professionals in the investigation world, um, only a, a matter of two weeks ago, HMRC announced the Liechtenstein Disclosure Facility, the LDF, which I have to say in many years as a, an investigator with the, the, the revenue and now on the professional side of the, of the fence, uh, took me totally by surprise. I have to say I never thought I'd live to see the day when such a deal would be struck. It is quite different from the, from the NDA, the NDO, totally different in its, uh, in its nature and character. Uh, the difference being that under the LDF, uh, financial intermediaries in Liechtenstein will be required under pain of penalty uh, by their own government to identify clients of theirs, customers of theirs, who appear to be UK tax resident. So why do you think the revenues actually singled out Liechtenstein to give it such a favourable deal? Or was it perhaps the other way around, that they came to the UK? Well, it's, it's, it's a very fair question, but in fact, nobody really knows. Uh, the deal somehow came out of the blue. There was some uh, forewarning. Uh, there was an article in, the, in your own paper back in March uh, foreshadowing uh, a deal between the UK and, uh, and Liechtenstein. And then it all went very quiet. Uh, everyone thought it had gone away. but uh, So it came as something of a surprise uh, when they announced it was made only a, a week or two ago. And it would seem in a way, with hindsight, that actually it's a very clever thing for them to do because perhaps now wealthy investors will be looking to move their money from other tax havens into Liechtenstein. So Liechtenstein will be able to benefit from having all these kind of new funds coming. Well, uh, it does come out of the, uh, the, the deal that has been struck. Um, and Charlie mentioned the, the, the fact that it applies to uh, customers with accounts in Liechtenstein. It also applies to customers who don't have accounts in Liechtenstein. If you're a UK taxpayer and you have uh, an account in which there has been some understatement of tax, um, and it exceeds the 10-year period, which is the, the, the disclosure period under the LDF, as opposed to 20 years under the NDO, and provided the account was opened directly with the offshore bank rather than through a UK branch or agency, that customer can then move these funds now into a Liechtenstein bank 
and claim the benefits of the Liechtenstein Disclosure Facility. That is a totally unusual uh, provision um, and would be good news for the Liechtenstein banks and possibly bad news for, for banks elsewhere. So it seems that burying your head in the sand isn't an option as the revenue seems very determined to find anyone with offshore funds. No, that's very true. Uh, they are approaching, as I say, 308 banks at this very minute um, and it's quite likely that if people have got offshore accounts, the information will come out somewhere or another so the chances of being caught are, are extremely high. So better to, to come forward voluntarily now than be tapped on the shoulder in a year's time. Well, so uh, a chance there for wealthy savers to pay not quite as much tax as they would, but still, I imagine, a fair amount, because I think some of the bank accounts in these places are fairly sizable. They are indeed. Thanks, Lucy and Andrew. And for more on this offshore tax amnesty and also for some tips on what to do should you hold money offshore, look out for Lucy's article in Saturday's FT Money and online at ft.com forward slash money. And finally today, investment analysts are increasingly saying that the stock market is due for a correction after a very strong rally over the summer. Some investors have already started positioning themselves more defensively in preparation for a more miserable autumn. Alice, you've been talking to various people about this this week, uh, including a number of investment trust analysts, and you found that they don't all agree on the direction for the market. Um, What have been some of the conflicting opinions that you've picked up on? Well, as usual, nobody really wants to call the market. We've had this issue with analysts for the past year or 18 months. Everyone's just too scared to really take a punt. But that said, some people think that this is uh, a bit of a wobble in what's basically now a bull market. Um, We saw the stock market came off a little bit this week, not much. I mean, it was almost it almost got up to 5000 last week and i think that probably proved to be a bit too much of a psychological barrier for a lot of people so it's come down a little bit this week it's kind of hovering around 4800 so it's not off by a huge amount um but some people think that that's just a, a little wobble and we're going to see it go back up steadily again albeit with a few you know dips here and there in the short term other people think that we're due a larger correction although nobody wants to be drawn on exactly how low it will go um, but I think I think there's a general consensus that it probably won't go as low as it did earlier this year, so we probably won't see 3,500 again. But if you do share that belief, uh, then I guess you shouldn't be buying now or if you're looking to put some money in the market, you know, what would be the advice for those people? Yeah, I mean, some people, some analysts are saying just don't even put money in the market right now because they think that if you've missed the summer rally, you've just missed it. So just wait until it corrects a bit and then buy again when it hits another low. Uh, But then again, some people are saying that you could look at certain um, investment trusts that are well positioned if the market does fall a bit because what we've seen, especially with some of the bigger investment trusts like Alliance Trust and Edinburgh Investment Trust, which is uh, now run by Neil Woodford, the star fund manager at Invesco Perpetual, they have been in defensives all year. So they've actually missed a lot of the big rally. Uh, So they haven't been performing as well. And that means that their discounts have moved out. So their share prices are now trading uh, much lower than their net asset values. And that actually creates a bit of an opportunity for investors now because that basically means that these investment trusts are looking cheap right now. But if you do think that uh, defensives are going to do well, these investment trusts will actually outperform the other ones. So that could be a good bet at the moment. 
Uh, I mean, people have been buying more defensive this week. And as you say, they have been buying more defensive, perhaps moving out of some of the cyclical stocks, which had done quite well earlier this year. So what sort of sectors, what sort of companies would people be positioning themselves in if they wanted to be a bit more defensive? Well, as I said, you would probably pick some of these larger uh, investment companies that have been in defensives all year. So Alliance Trust is one. uh, Edinburgh Investment Trust is another one. And I think uh, you picked up on on another um, trend, which was people moving back into gold. So is that an opportunity there? People think that gold is likely to have another rally later this year. Well, gold has been having a bit of a rally already. Uh, It's been moving upwards as uh, risk-averse investors have been buying the metal. I mean, the gold story is more what we've been seeing in the past few months or the past year even, is that as people get nervous about where the stock market's going and if they think it's going to fall, they plunge into gold. So it's almost a kind of a reactive thing that people are doing. And in fact, the gold price is above $900 at the moment, which is pretty high, almost as high as it's high last year. So uh, in terms of buying gold right now, well, I wouldn't like to call it either way, but that would basically be you would take a position on where you think the stock market's going. And then if you're feeling particularly nervous about it going much further down, you would buy gold. Right. So you've got to decide what you think's happening with the stock market. And then, you know, if you don't think that's in for a very successful end of the year, perhaps look elsewhere. And I think there has been a a stream of of advice to people saying, you know, maybe look at drip feeding into the market as well. So you sort of smooth out the volatility. And that could be an answer, could it, for people who who are undecided? It's always, it's the stock answer if you don't quite know where the market's going to go, but you do want to invest some money, just put in a small amount, a regular amount every, every month. And the theory goes that you'll average out some good returns over time. Okay, Alice, thanks very much for that. And you can read more about investment trusts and the broader stock markets in Alice's article in FT Money on Saturday. But that's all for this week's FT Money show. We'll be back next week with another financial lowdown in downloadable form. And in the meantime, you can read the latest news every weekday on our website, ft.com forward slash money, and send your questions and your comments on the show to our email address, money at ft.com. But until then, it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from Lucy, Alice and Andrew Watt at Alvarez and Marcel Taxand. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.